Welcome to this next episode. I'm losing count. That's so weird because I'm not really that many into it. I'm losing count already, but I'm just trying to knock them out. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been saying for a little while now that a little while now that I'm leaving soon, and I am. The can keeps getting kicked a little bit down the road every week or so, but I, I can just feel it. It's getting closer. But in the meantime, I've been trying to knock out a lot of interviews with people uh, that are in my immediate sort of area uh, around my life here. Um, and then I got, you know, I, I had Brian's last week. Um, that one was over the internet, but most people I'm trying to get, you know, face-to-face. I like face-to-face conversation uh, a lot more because, you know, conversation's just better. There's a lot of body language that is involved with with speaking, and then there's um, paralanguage, which is, you know, how you speak, and there's intonation. I, I, don't know, I like that conversation better. The the internet conversation are, are they're good too. They're just a, a lot different, you know. And there's a lot of little more technical things involved and whatever. So, uh, I would actually be curious to know who, like I don't know, just any kind of feedback you have on those things. Um, with Brian's, I had a, a video recorded, but uh. I don't know. I'm just sort of sketchy, not sketchy in, in a in a negative way. Just like I don't know. Do I want to go do video? Would video be cool? People like that. It seems like that people like the video thing nowadays. But uh, podcasts for me, uh, I like them because I can just listen to them while I drive, and I don't necessarily have to to watch. But you know, people people like different things, so I might do one every once in a while. Um, Thank you for those who have been sharing with their friends and family and everybody. And feel free uh, to share these to any groups that you may be a part of. If, if it's about aviation and aviation groups or hiking or hiking groups or music, music, whatever. Share it. Uh, I, I hope that we're uh, that you're enjoying and that you're just uh, getting something out of it uh, every episode uh, in your whatever area that may be. You know, we always try to blend um, these conversations, whatever it is that we're talking about, but into ways that could be um, lessons or or um, just applicable in some areas or some ways of your life. Oh, I think we try to do that pretty hard, and that's probably one of my main, definitely one of my main things um, when doing this. Uh, I just love that kind of stuff. So, yeah, thank you for sharing. Um, my e- the email address again is at, at Canon Dispatch or the Canon Dispatch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Substack. If you just like Google Substack Canon Dispatch, you will find it. And then, of course, Instagram at Canon Dispatch. Um, this episode is with my friend, my dear friend, Netta. We also work together. Uh, we talk about, uh, she's an entrepreneur. Um, as well as, you know, other than when we work together, but, uh, she, we talked about entrepreneurship and, you know, business, um, 
just small business ideas and, and things of that sort. I don't know anything about that stuff. And uh, she knows a lot about it. She geeks out over it. So um, it's a really good conversation. But of course, we talk about mindset and we talk about life experiences and we talk about like imposter syndrome and stuff like that. So uh, really hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, there's a so, you know, oftentimes whenever I'm doing these things now, I'll think about a song or a, a poem or something that I read or whatever that I think fits. So um, I found, well, I found, I, I had saved for a long time this poem in my uh, Evernote. And I'm going to read it for you. It's a poem by Charles Bukowski. It's called Nobody Like You. Nobody can save you but yourself. You will be put again and again into nearly impossible situations. They will attempt again and again through subterfuge, guise, and force to make you submit, quit, and or die quietly inside. Nobody can save you but yourself. And it will be easily enough to fail, so very easily, but don't, don't, don't. Just watch them, listen to them. Do you want to be like that? A faceless, mindless, heartless being? Do you want to experience death before death? Nobody can save you but yourself, and you're worth saving. It's a war not easily won, but if anything is worth winning, then this is it. Think about it. Think about saving yourself, your spiritual self, your gut self, your singing magical self, and your beautiful self. Save it. Don't join the dead in spirit. Maintain yourself with humor and grace, and finally, if necessary, wager yourself as you struggle. Damn the odds. Damn the price. Only you can save yourself. Do it. Do it. Then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode, and uh, that's it. I'll see you next time. I think the first thing I think it would be cool to talk about your idea about like your idea of like business and like entrepreneurship that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. like I said I know nothing about that stuff and I know it's like your thing mm -hmm. or one of your things because I think that you're like a woman of many things so oh, it's one of your God. things a right? let's call it a Jackie of all trades a, ja a Jackie of all <laughs> trades so the Jackie of all trades. But I mean, what? So you had your you had your Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I don't again. So Amazon was something that I wanted to start years ago. That was when we were here the first time. At this particular place and location, and um, I don't know. I've just always gotten these ideas that would pop up, and it'd be like you need to get into this and it's always a strong like push do it do it do it and then when I would communicate that to my spouse it would be like uh, I don't know about that mm, let's give it some time you know so there was never any buy-in and I kid you not every single venture everything that I've ever talked about is now thing you know in today these ne these notes here date back to 2011 
and this is just ideas and things that I've just always wanted to do and, and, and like passions and let's just do this. And it was, you know, there's always like a, eh, let's not, let's wait. I don't trust it. And I don't know where that's rooted in, but I kind of feel like I have, I have a, a special gift of identifying and knowing when something is on, like next up, like on the it's verge. up and coming. Yeah. it's gonna be the next. Yeah, the the new wave that you should get involved in. But how? I mean, you is that like something that you feel like is a, I mean, for lack of a better term, a sixth sense, or because you observe patterns, because people. Of, so talking people with and people, people and patterns, and uh, I don't know because sometimes it's just like it can it can be all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Not even things that are considered to be in the same category will come to me, and I'll immediately write it down. Can you make an example? Um, so let's see if we go to. When I first wanted to do to do Amazon, uh, I was just like, this seems like a thing that I don't hear anybody talking about. Let's find out how to become sellers mm-hmm. on it. Because if everybody is like, this is the craze, this is the craze, why not be the person who's giving the product to the people? And that's just how I feel about anything. So if, if something is starting to bubble up and become a thing, I always want to figure out a way to be the person to get it from. Okay. Because it's like, why not? Yeah. Who else is doing it? It could be a, a Joe Schmo, you know, just as, just as well as me. So why not be that person and find out what you have to in order to do it? Um, other things being just in a whole nother realm would be – the, the wedding venue that I'm that I'm really passionate about. I really want to do that. I want to be able to provide a space uh, just to entertain for people to celebrate and memories and, you know, just create experiences for people. Um, and, and that just, it, it seems to be just a building on and, and it, it, it clicks throughout the years because I'll start off with, you know, I could have started off with, I just want to be able to entertain people for the weekend too. Huh, what about if I if they have a special event and they want to come and they want to do it, you know, with with me and experience it there. So everything starts to build on and it's like, well, what else can I what else can I provide for this experience? And then I don't wanna give out a secret potion of, you know, everything that I <laughs> you know you know that I have yeah, yeah, yeah. going on in the head, but it's going to be a hoot, right. I should say. That's the technical term for a it. Hell of, uh, a hell of a time. A hell of a hoot. Knee slapping, good old time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, but, so those things, it's because you, like, you'll go, you'll go to an event maybe, mm-hmm. or then like a friend of yours or family members of yours, mm-hmm. is it, and then sort of like, you have an idea already here, yeah. sort of festering here, yep. and then that happens, yep. and all of a sudden it's sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clicks. Yep. And and then I'll just be like, huh, but what about, I liked when we came to this concert and they provided this, but what if 
they would have also did this at the concert, you know? So that's mm. how my mind works. So if I go and I have an experience, I'm constantly thinking, what's next level? How can we elevate this and make this like through the roof? And that's typically, I think that's typically how, how ideas come to me. And it's more of building off. And, and, you know, I just always believe, I feel like if you're thinking about it, somebody's already thought about it. I and I don't that. know. It's like, why is that? Why is that a thing? I think it's, I don't know. For me, I think it's a thing because we're all 99. All the same. We're all 99.9% genetically mm. Like same. wired the same, yeah. And so a lot of times when we have an idea, at least I think, for at least for me, like the initial... You have an idea, you're like, damn, that's genius. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then you, when you slow down and you think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And then if you do a quick Google search, you'll mm -hmm. find. There is this there is this one thing that I'm holding very close. Yeah, don't, don't bring it up here. And I have yet to see it. And it's getting to the point to where I am antsy, to where I feel like I need to trademark this. Well, why and haven't you done it yet? Then? That is a very good question. And it is prioritizing, and I feel like I have time. So the, 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 the human thing of, oh, you know, you can do it tomorrow. Why do today what you can put off until tomorrow? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get around to it. It's not that big of a deal. You're not there yet to secure that. But now as I continue to study and, you know, and look into stuff, it is smarter to go ahead and do that now so that you're not in, you know, at, at odds and at war, legal legal battles with people later because you've already uh, gotten that nailed down. Do you know what, um, it kind of brings to mind a little bit, do you know what imposter syndrome is? Mm, no. I mean, I can I can give a, take a stab at it, but take go ahead and tell it. me. Well, all right. So take, um, imposter syndrome is this feeling like, like for, for us ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So I mean, for for an example, let's just say, let's say I want to start a business like like a like an Instagram page mm -hmm. that's about drums or whatever, right? I'll like start this Instagram page and I'll have a couple of ideas of like things I, I want to record or like things I want to explain things. But then when I'm in the middle of it of doing it, I kind of go, "Well, who am I to start this page?" Mm. Like. I haven't. You feel like you're not qualified. Yeah, like okay. I'm not qualified. Like yeah. I'm not. I haven't played on these albums. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I don't have extensive mm -hmm. uh, knowledge mm -hmm. when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. You know, I have my own perspective, mm -hmm. my own knowledge when it comes to it. Mm -hmm. But I, but who? I, I feel like again, yeah. I'm an imposter. In that, I, I felt like that when I started this Absolutely. podcast thing. Yeah. You know, but I one day I decided. To just take the to action. just do it, yeah. Because how are you not going to be impo an imposter by doing it mm -hmm. and learning like along the way? Mm -hmm. So kind of like that business idea that you have, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's if that's necessarily the case. Yeah. However, if there are things that you don't know that you're maybe confused or like you said trademarking, and maybe yeah. that's something you don't know, mm -hmm. but you're not going to know until you actually do the thing, and then you're going to learn as you mm -hmm. go along and. And there's the other thing, too, where people, actually, I really love this idea. People that are, I don't know, again, I don't know what your idea is, and I don't, obviously, I don't want you to tell your idea, but 
people that are like we can talk about it it's just it just i feel like i honestly feel like even though because that's what the world is the world is things that other people do you know that's what you do yeah you create and you're doing the same thing imagine if mcdonald's didn't want anybody to sell a hamburger yeah it doesn't work like that you're trying to solve a problem absolutely and i feel like at the end of the day you're not going to do it the way i would because you can't get in my head and figure out. Right. You can have the idea of what to do, but can you fully execute it? Right. And that's true. And and, and bring longevity or a, a great time or you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know. No. Man, that was a thing I was gonna say. What was it? Man. You interrupted me, damn you. Oh, no worries. No, it was a Damn, I said like we we can talk, but I don't know. I don't necessarily know. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it'll come back to you. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it'll come back. Oh no, no. Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, hold on, I can just riff on it for a second. And even though a lot of this too, I can mm-hmm. even, I can edit or larger if I need to. Um, I was because I was saying. Like starting out, and if you needed a trademark or whatever, mm-hmm. just an idea and sharing. Like ju- yeah, just oh. a, yeah, just an idea and then sharing, and then um, you, 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 you. Oh man, this was gonna be like groundbreaking shit. Dude. No, it wasn't. Cut it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was saying like th- the things you didn't know, and then things you didn't like to do, and then all of a sudden, like, damn it. Trademark something. Oh, okay. All right. Beginner's mind. Mm. All right. So, again, I don't know. I don't know what the idea is. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. If not, then that's fine too. So, um, the beginner's mind. Mm. What's cool about a, a beginner's mind is you don't have a. You're not trained in something. So, let's say you want to make a film or, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And but you're not trained in cinematography you're not trained in film or whatever you just know that you have an idea for a film and this is what you want to do Mm -hmm. right what's cool about like people that have beginner's minds when it comes to anything especially in entrepreneurship and that's Mm -hmm. why i think it's super cool and that's why i like listening to you talk is that there there may be rules within entrepreneurship or, Mm -hmm. or starting a new business but especially if it's a venture that you're it's you're you feel like you're an outsider with you're not. You don't have to subscribe to those rules. Not because you're being a, a rebel. You don't fucking know the rules. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, you you end up going in, into an industry, and then you break rules and you you expand the boundaries because you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then now all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know what I mean? There's there's a camera. You're like you're. It's all of a sudden it's like oh. Here you go. You know what I mean? Like here, here's the new. Here I've now expounded the boundary. You know what I mean? Because you were an outsider. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Yes. Look at that hammerhead. See, you see, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you, you, you expounded because you just didn't know. Let, let's say I wanted to start a, an app for something. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know shit about making apps, mm-hmm. right? But because I don't know anything about it, mm-hmm. it almost makes it disruptive 
mm-hmm. because I don't know anything about it. And I'm like, well, what about this? I'm just throwing out some crazy stuff. It's like a kid when a kid's mm-hmm. playing, right? So it becomes, who's this guy? Yeah, it becomes, who's this guy? What is he doing? You can't do that in this industry, mm-hmm. you know? But then you're like, yeah, but there's really no rules mm-hmm. when it comes to this type of stuff. So you were going to the uh, imposter syndrome, I guess, I think you were talking about. Yeah. Just feeling like... And I think that's what has kept me from executing for a long time. And it has always been, but why are you the person to do this? Yeah, who are you to do this? Yeah. That's imposter syndrome. That's not your that's not your career. That's not your field. How would how would the people that really know about this feel about you coming in and speaking on it or trying this and out of nowhere and, and they put in the sweat and tears and you know actually been in the, in the trenches trying and failing and as I told you earlier I was uh, I talked to my brother today and that was that was something that when I feel like when I talk to him it's just as much therapy for myself mm. and he was talking about oh well I don't know what to do next. How do I get started? How do I do this? I feel like I'm stuck, you know, and stuff like that. We all do. Mm. We all have those feelings, and it's okay. Um, And most importantly, execution is what keeps us from being as great as we truly are, like the lack of execution, I I should say. And, and by not believing that you are good enough. And, and that's what we do. And, and we play that mind game of, oh, I don't think I, I, I can't do this. I can't because I still need to do a little more. I need to do a little more research. I need to do this. And I literally spend hours, hours throughout the day reading something on various different things because, as we stated in the beginning, a Jackie of all trades. So <laughs> I, I don't want to know everything. I pride myself in knowing a lot about a little. Just to, not just saying I know a little about a lot of different things, I should say. I, I know enough about a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. So therefore, if, if a conversation's being had, I am not sitting there clueless of, mm. as to what's going on, you know, and I can, I can jump in and, you know, be involved in the room. So... That's 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 important to to just have a little bit and then you grow on it. So you're not gonna know everything from the beginning, but the thing is to just start, start. I I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. Like again, like you said, we're always reluctant. You, I think you hit it, you, but you hit it on the head. There were a couple of times where I feel like I want I start writing a book, right? Mm-hmm. And then the imposter syndrome and all that mm-hmm. shit. But then I think to myself, "Oh no, dude! You need to do you need to do a lot of research before you start mm-hmm. writing, right?" Mm-hmm. What if people ask you questions? Yeah. What if they want to? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Or what, what if you say? get to this thing and then you don't know this thing? How do you? But it's like, but I think you're right. It's like just start, start. you know, because you can always edit and you can always change your trajectory mm-hmm. when you're already in it. Mm-hmm. And if you you're, you start and then you go, well, "Wait a minute, I have to do this now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know this." Well, now you can research how to do that. And then now maybe you can jump over that hurdle mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, to kind of circle around, 
the, all these things that we're talking about, uh, like the imposter syndrome and just starting and all that, mm-hmm. that all that sort of play into that uh, the Amazon thing that you did? Amazon. That was... Or it wasn't until... Yeah. It was like, just, just get started, but how? So I'm, I'm going to tell you my biggest secret in the world. I hate to hear the word no. I just hate it. And that my eye just started twitching. I hate it so much. I said it and my eye twitched twice. So like you hate it when people tell you no? Yeah, I hate it. Or when you tell yourself no or I don't want anybody else to tell me no because of course we're going to tell ourselves no yeah. first. We're going to be the yeah. first one to doubt and you know and just plant that in ourselves and and it's not fair. And uh that's that keeps me from doing a lot of things or trying a lot of things and I don't I also don't want to be that to where I'm just like all over the place and doing this and doing that but I, constantly there's there's different ideas there's different things that that are going through my head like what if what if I do this what if we do this let's change cuz I mean I honestly don't believe we should be stuck in in one arena and just let that be right right I agree so How's it going, Holmes? Okay. Yeah. So I would say in addition to not wanting to hear the word no come from somebody else, because it it in turns mean rejection, right? Nobody likes rejection. And I I also have a fear. That's that word that nobody should ever use, right? I have a fear of failure, you know? And I don't know how far back that reaches or how deep that goes, but I definitely have a fear of failure. There's a lot of people that count on me to to make it happen and to to do what I do and that just believe in me in general. So how would I look if it's, yeah, if, you fail. if I straight up failed, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I and I have just recently realized that failure is a part of it all. Failure is a part of the process um, because without that, it's just like going through life without learning the lessons. What are you doing? Um, so it's it's all very necessary to to have in order to be successful. Without failure, there's no success, and uh, I'm just coming to terms with that. And I would say this year I got serious. My sister sent me, um, his name is uh, Bob Barker, I think. Sounds like the... Bob Barker, like the guy No, it sounds Bob. like the Price is Right yeah, guy. Yeah, Price is Right dude. But um, Bob Baker, I'm sure. It's Bob Baker. And um, he does just the, these daily affirmations. Mm-hmm. So I listen to those every morning, like if I'm in the shower or if I'm on the way to work. I'll make sure I get them in, and I, I make and I play it. You know, we play it when Caden's around as well, so he now knows them, and he says them alone. But that has definitely made a a, a big change in in my life as far as how I view things and the way that things should go, and you know what I should take serious and and what needs to be water off a duck's back. Okay. Um, as I alluded to earlier, 
it was instilled in me to, I don't know. Maybe I just take life too serious and yeah, you need to care about this. And that's, uh, and it's always zero to 10. And it wasn't until me and C's interaction to where I was just like, it's like polar opposites and it's no, it's not about that. Not that serious. That's nothing that we need to lose sleep over or have an aneurysm over. So, mm-hmm. you know, you say so it's, it's about prioritizing and figuring out what's important and what's not. What is in your control and what you have no control over. So that has been, I would say, this season in my life's lesson. Like learning that. Learning how to let go a little, step back, and allow, you know, things to happen and life to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just seems a little, a little more easier, you know, for me because I'm able to not be so invested to where I have a headache every day. I used to have really bad headaches all the time, and I didn't realize it was my stress level. Everything was on my plate, and I felt like if I didn't have an answer to it, then it wasn't going to get answered. Mm. And uh, I didn't realize it, it wasn't on me to take on everybody's problems and, you know, responsibilities, and that I, I needed to have more focus on me and my immediate family, you know? Right. So. And what was sort of immediately, right then, like more sort of acutely apparent to be important you know mm-hmm. and that's why you made the, the, mm-hmm. those, those decisions there and, and having a like that idea of like I need to control all of this mm-hmm. it's like yeah mm-hmm. sometimes yeah you realize especially when you're like a go-getter and you're like a mm-hmm. doer like that mm-hmm. I think that's a mm-hmm. huge thing that people have to learn them like we were talking about before relinquishing control, control. yeah you know what I mean yeah and like just allowing things to like take their course you know mm-hmm. some things you're just not going to be able to harness you know mm-hmm. what was the the main catalyst or I said what, what was a bigger catalyst I guess for uh, finding like that Amazon again going back to the Amazon business mm-hmm. what was the main catalyst for that or one of the main catalysts for that for you to getting started in doing something, so I always felt like I had to I had to find something in order to kind of dig myself out of a hole, you mm. know. And oh. I have not been financially conscious. Mm. Knew about it, but it wasn't a priority. Didn't care. And that's been the whole thing. It's been I am very informed on stuff that mm. I should know, but the execution was just not there. Mm. So it's like, you know well and better not to be doing this, but you continue to do it. Mm. So that was the drive for me to then want to find something to where I can have that self-gratification. Like, even though you fucked up years ago or you messed up here and there, you have now fixed it. And... It's your, it was a part of your journey and your story, and you had to go through it because other than that, would you have believed it, you know? Right. And, and, and that was uh, 
also one of the things that I, 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 you know, I had a conversation today and discussed was the fact that how how silly is it to say I don't need to learn from somebody else's mistakes. I need to experience it on my own. No, do we really? Right. I mean, it is it is it is ignorant to take everything that somebody has tried to tell you and teach you throughout the years and throughout life and just totally disregard it and be like, nope, I need to go and learn this on my own. I'm going to just go and go over here and fall flat on my face <laughs> because I can, you right. know. So that's that's weird and, and wild. So, again, how do I ensure and make sure that my family and generations thereafter are good to go so that they don't have to go through the different struggles that are so-called necessary in life. Are they really? Right. And um, I guess the, the the next struggle would be if you do have everything given to, you know, your children on a platter, on a plate, how do you then teach them hustle and drive and, you know, determination and how are they going to be motivated if everything that they've ever wanted is already at their, you know, their feet? Mm-hmm. So fine line. Yeah. Who has the answer to that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody. Everybody's trying to figure that out. So. Have you have you ever heard that? Was that phrase? It was like. Uh, well, I I. I think the the original phrase was like. Weak men create bad times. Mm-hmm. Bad times create strong men. Mm-hmm. Strong men create good times. Good times creates weak men, and then it sort of mm, s- so it's a cycle. Cycle. I mean, obviously, yeah. we can sit, we can like mm-hmm. regender that, mm-hmm. right, and just say strong Women. people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Create, you know, whatever. It's that. That's exactly. It almost sounds like it's exactly what, like you're saying too, because a lot of times, like you said. Uh, we see it a lot. Like you see families where somebody like picks up things from their bootstraps or whatever, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to create this thing. I mean, they create mm-hmm. wealth mm-hmm. right then for their family. But then, I mean, it, it's it's a stereotype, but it's not always true, and it's sometimes true and whatever. But then, like you'll see like the <laughs> rich kids at school or whatever, right? They got mm-hmm. everything that they want. Mm-hmm. Well, d- is their character going to necessarily be as Wrong as it would have been if they, they had, had struggle. to struggle, yeah. you know. But actually, in struggle is one of those things that people, I think that's pretty common when it comes to people that are like statistically, I guess, that are like you know really mm-hmm. high uh, successful. Mm-hmm. Is most of those people like gone through struggle? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you'll see like uh, I know even like comedians and like you know like. like a lot of times people that are like really successful comedians mm-hmm. or whatever, they had really hard lives, lives yeah. and hard, you know, childhoods or even like you just see a lot even with musicians like though mm-hmm. that's like my thing. The expression is through music or comedy. Yeah. But like they the, the suffered pain. some mm-hmm. really hard shit in their life, you mm-hmm. know. And that's that was like one of the catalysts that helped them to think a certain way and yeah. to create a certain thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that that sort of thing. You, uh, what's, uh, here's the question that I told you earlier. Mm-hmm. What's the, 
like you could give advice to people. It doesn't have to be one. It could be anything that you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it comes to entrepreneurship or when it comes to organizational management, which you're awesome at, mm-hmm. like, what are, I guess, pieces of advice that you would, that you would give people? Mm. Simple but true. And sometimes take a little to digest. You know what you know. You know what you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. And that is that. And we spend a lot of times trying to figure stuff out and where we are and how we fit into the world and what's our place and, you know, what we should be doing at a certain time and place. And going through life and realizing those things, I've found will get you further because... You always take time to self-evaluate. You know what you know. Hmm, why didn't I know this? You know what you don't know. I don't know this, so I'm going to ask a question. And and you don't know what you don't know. Flat out. <laughs> yeah, things are just going to... Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's some room and some time for learning, right? And yeah. and to get yourself on, on the right path. But uh, outside of that, it would be to not make or accept excuses. And um, we often feel like, uh, my life is like this because of these circumstances and this situation happened to me and woe is me and uh, you know all of these things that we lie to ourselves and tell us just to mask the fact that we lacked execution mm-hmm. you know within our own lives so we tell ourselves these things just because it makes us maybe sleep better at night. Yeah, it makes you feel better. Yeah. Whatever. You can live with yourself and your decisions. You can live with the fact that I'm not where I want to be right now. But, like, you have to take a, a, a hard look at where you are and call a spade a spade, you know? Yeah. Call a spade a spade. You, you are here because of what you have allowed and you have accepted mm. within your life. Beca- and, and and I will say this, like, just, we were talking about, you know, families and kids and growing and all of this stuff earlier. And when it comes to household experiences, I come from a household of four. I'm the oldest of four. So single, single moms. So single parent household, I had to then grow up early. I had to grow up fast, Mm -hmm. right? And I also had to be, whether or not I knew it or not, even still today, I had to be the lifetime partner Mm -hmm. to my mom, you know? Yeah. So the struggle was I'm out here, I'm doing it alone, blah, blah, blah. So now you have to listen to me. You have to you have to be the one, the shoulder I can cry on. You know, it, it's not a conversation that actually comes up, but that's the role you end up playing. Right. And uh, is it fair? No, because in a in a way, you kind of put your yourself and your life on hold 
you know, in order to, to compensate, in order to help out. And you, you carry that guilt, you know. And, and I think it's a form of survivor's remorse as well. Because once you are out and you go and you do whatever, you then have to, you, you, you feel the need and the burden to reach back and make sure everybody else is good. And this and that. And that became, I will say, a problem in, in, in my household, you know, because it was, well, what is your priority? Is your priority there or is your priority here? You have a whole family now that you have to take care of and that you have to be, you know, responsible for and making good decisions for. And it's no longer about adults that have made choices and lived their lives. Right. So, um, I don't know. Don't make excuses. You know, uh, and, 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 and being from that household of four, we all had different experiences of the same experience. We all had a different perception of what it really was. And some people has things happen to them and others have things happen for them. And that's how you get a household of the kids raised under the same rules and you know everything and they all branch out and do different things. Why? Because their experience with the lessons that were learned and you know taught in the household their experiences were totally different because that's what they choose they chose to you know take on, on board so never make an excuse if you if you identify a problem literally cliche or not come with a solution or at least an idea of how you get over that bridge and start something new buns out <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got thank you for doing this mm -hmm. and uh, you know I love you mm -hmm. and uh, this has been great for me yeah. so I appreciate it yeah yeah absolutely we'll do another one thank, soon thank you thank you for starting you know for actually executing yeah. taking the step to start something new something that is unfamiliar you know you're, you're, you've opened up a, a new chapter and it's inspiring it's inspiring to a lot of people, you know, in that, that is within your aura and your circle because they see that little something in them that they passionately want to do, but they're afraid to do. So hopefully this sparks a lot of dreams and, you know, people start on their, their journeys of what they can be and, you know, expanding their full potential. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Love That's you it. back, cuz. All right. Bye-bye.